0: Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where we're going over all of those amazing reality shows that unfortunately only had one season. Join us today as we delve even deeper into our series on the Filthy Rich Cattle Drive. Today we're going to be discussing episode seven, Cowboys and Villains. I'm your host, Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. Okay, well, we've had quite the hiatus, but we are back. <laughs> um, February was a little nuts for both of us. Um, and in terms of house cleaning, I, on my end, don't have that much. Um, but I do have, I just noticed I was pulling up our Twitter and, um, let the mouse go. Um, sent us a um, Reddit thread. I was a producer on the hills, <gasps> so I will send it to you. I will forward it to you. I'm obviously we're recording now, so I don't have time to read it now, but I am going to go as soon as we're done, finish recording, do a real deep dive into it and see what good juicy dirt we can find and thank you very much for passing that on that's
1: amazing i'm yeah please send that to me asap after we're recording that sounds like a I fun will. afternoon
0: read and um, that's a good segue
1: into yes well major news well we forgot to discuss it on our last record so it came out quite a while ago i don't even remember when our last record was to be honest
0: it was um, in January. Was it really? Oh. Uh, it was well, wait, I can tell you because I, I always put the dates in my notes. Um yeah, Good. January 29th.
1: Okay. Um, so we forgot to cover it in our last session and we texted each other afterwards and we're like, whoops, <laughs> we forgot this major news um about the Hills not being renewed. Yep, done deal, y'all. And I am I'm sad, obviously, as a longtime Hills fan, but part of me was relieved. Because I just, I can't take any more of like Heidi trying to get pregnant, Adrina fake dating someone, you know, it's been a lot. Um
0: Also, since the cancellation news, the Prats have been doing the utmost to stay in the public eye. Oh God. Um, you sent me the most disgusting thing I've ever seen the other night. And thank God I'd already finished eating dinner. Why don't you tell everyone about it? in case they haven't seen it already.
1: Yes. Um, And actually several people sent it to me because they were so grossed out and they thought it was noteworthy that I needed to know as, you know, a Hills reporter. Um, So Heidi has been photographed, of course, and trying to be photographed eating raw meat.
0: Raw organ meat specifically.
1: Yes. And we're not talking pieces of meat, right? Like that would almost make sense. Like little bite-sized tartare-like pieces that you could just swallow. She is walking around with, like, buffalo liver in a bag and
0: taking bites out of it. Which apparently is even a bridge too far for Spencer. Yes. Did you say, he said that he's not, like, he's like, I couldn't do that, but Heidi can.
1: Yes. So they have fallen in favor of this doctor that pushes the benefits of eating raw meat it's real gross. And uh, Heidi thinks that it will help her conceive like she does with everything else. And I just, it's real gross. I don't know the photo. Like, obviously I've, I've been vegan for nearly two years, so it was difficult to look at. And I can't imagine if she had had it in little smaller bites. It would not have grossed me out nearly as much, but something about her just like holding this giant slab of meat and putting her teeth on it was really, really foul. And I I still just don't understand why with their fame and they've got to have some money. Like, I just don't believe that they don't because they spend so much that they don't work with more fertility related doctors. Even if you want to get hippie with it, Fine, but like I'm just surprised that they don't have a more traditional fertility journey and are not publicizing the crap out of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would think that they could just get an egg implanted. I mean, I don't.
1: Yes. Right.
0: Correct. And w- absolute worst case scenario, because again, they they like to act like they're crazy ballers and wear Gucci everything and spend more money than all of us put together. Exactly. A surrogate. <laughs> right. I, if I mean, if Heidi's womb is inhospitable, then get, you know, use your egg, Spencer's sperm, combine them, make an embryo and throw it in the surrogate. I I don't get it.
1: I don't either. I also, my, my guess is that there is probably some crazy Spidey fan out there who has probably volunteered to be their surrogate. People are oh, wild.
0: I would, if I could carry a baby, I would be their surrogate.
1: I, and like the fact that Heidi and Spencer don't have like frozen eggs or embryos at this point also surprises me.
0: Get- yeah, it, it really, it's weird. I would definitely go for some like hormone shots before I started munching down on Buffalo Heart.
1: Right. And also Gunner is what, four or five now? And I just, I feel like if, it I feel like she had a hard time having Gunner and that was very publicized. And I'm surprised that with their money, they didn't think like, oh wow, we should put something in reserve. Yeah. It's also every reality TV star's favorite thing to do now is freeze eggs or put embryos on ice.
0: Yeah, we see that a lot on a lot of shows.
1: Yes, yeah. Anyway, so that's been a lot. And I don't remember now because it was canceled, what, like seven weeks ago at this point, the reactions from the various cast members at the time was very interesting. Um, and like, I don't quite remember who, but some people seemed very relieved to let it go. Like they didn't want to do it anymore. And then of course, Heidi and Spencer are like apoplectic, (laughs) like they're, (laughs) you know, their gravy train is, it has left the station.
0: I think it was just them.
1: I could see Audrina being upset about it because she basically lives off of like promotions and stuff. And so being on TV helps her get
0: more of those, um, but I didn't see her making any social media like this sucks. Yeah, I, I, I was when I'm wondering, too, if they would have had a hard time getting cast members back. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I could see Caitlin not doing it. I could see the Wallers moving on also. 100%. I mean, Justin um, doesn't care either way. I mean, Frankie was always super background anyway. So it's not like he counts.
1: And Frankie has a job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Caroline, maybe because she did pop up in Paris and Love, but I don't, I don't know. Well, she has a job too. Her pizza girl stuff is
1: doing quite well and she models.
0: True. But I wonder if she would have done it just to keep promoting pizza girl. Maybe. Yeah. Kind of the same thing with Audrina. Like if you have a business or you have something you want to promote, like it's, you know, helps to be in the public eye.
1: Yeah. And then after all of the like Brody vaccine COVID business, I wonder if that was, I'm sure it wasn't why it was canceled. I'm sure the viewership was not, the numbers weren't great, but like, when you think about trying to bring these people back together and half of them are anti-vaxxers, I bet that got interesting
0: too. I bet. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't see Brandon needing to come back because he's terrible. And Justin Um, Bobby, I don't think gives a shit. Right.
1: And Brandon, I could see him just being like, I want to focus on my acting. Yeah. Which by the way, Um, Frank and I have discussed this, I believe offline, but watching Pam and Tommy, and I haven't watched the last episode yet, but every time I see, you know, Sebastian Stan as Tommy Lee, I think of Brandon Lee.
0: Yeah.
1: Like the energy, the love bombing, like all of it. I'm like, oh, it makes so much sense.
0: It makes so much sense. And the whole I mean, with both his parents, like thinking it's great to get married after four days and this true love forever, like his way that he deals with the world makes so much sense after watching that show. I know. I know. It's interesting though, because I I did finish it. Um, uh, They erase his brother. (laughs) I
1: know. He's like the only baby that matters.
0: Yeah. Like they never mentioned it. Like Dylan never shows up ever. Like, if you were to watch that show and not know anything about Pam and Tommy in real life, you'd think they only had one kid.
1: Right, yeah. Well, my husband was shocked that Tommy Lee only has two kids. Yeah. He said, that can't be right, check his Wikipedia. And I was like, no, he only has two.
0: Yeah, just the two.
1: I mean, maybe he was wise enough to, like, get a vasectomy after he and Pam broke up, who knows?
0: Well, I also wonder um, how well his sperm works because I don't think that they... I think they had to try for a while for those two kids too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, God knows he's ingested everything on earth, so.
1: Yeah, I've enjoyed it. And I'm curious to watch the last one, but I did agree one podcast I listened to, they said they felt like it did Pamela a little dirty. That Pamela was actually much more clever and had way more agency in her career than she did. Like, she wasn't just this like flighty smiley thing that she actually knew how to play the game much better than the show's portraying. And I remember her that way too.
0: Yeah. But anyway, well, we're going to find out because she's doing her own documentary on Netflix. Oh, that's right. Yeah, love it.
1: Can't wait. Yeah. Um. Well, so should we dive in with a hoedown down lowdown?
0: Um. We yes, we should. Well, actually, let me say real quick too that I finished um Ranch rolls. Oh, good Ranch for you! Over. I finished the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was such a different vibe than this show. Okay than Filthy Rich. Like it was all of the ranch hands got along great with the uh, with the rich kids. And um, I, I don't know, it was just a very different vibe. Like there wasn't really any tension. There was a little tension through the members among each other, but like they'd get drunk and do stupid stuff and like totally forget it the next day. And shockingly, the entire cast is still friends. Like they're okay. hanging out at each other's houses and like posting pictures on Instagram and um, so it was very different, but I did have to laugh because they do do a cattle drive in, um, Ranch Roles, and it's the day and it's the same cattle drive. They oh. do it in one day <laughs> that's, so that's just to show you how dragged out this show is. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Well, go ahead. I just wanted to like do that little aside.
1: Okay. Well, this one is pretty short. Um, this is still going in order of the way the cast was announced, but we're skipping over the people who are a bit more prominent, like Brittany Gastineau, and, you know, the people that you can very clearly look up and you know who they are. Yeah. Um, so this episode's Ho Down Low Down is one Alex Quinn.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, and kind of along with other people on this show, this segue into their parents is much more interesting than they are. Not surprising. Um, so Alex was born December 30th, 1976 in Beverly Hills. As we know, he is the child of Oscar winning actor, Anthony Quinn. Um, somewhere, I think it was IMDB said he's the youngest child of Anthony Quinn. That is not true. Um, There are several siblings born after Alex. Um, So Anthony Quinn is a fascinating read. Everybody just, (laughs) I didn't go too far because I didn't want to waste too much time, but fascinating read. Um, So Anthony Quinn was born in Mexico in 1915 and eventually went on to win two Best Supporting Actor awards, one for Via Zapata in 1952 and another for Lust for Life in 1956. But Anthony Quinn, like Alex has said on camera, was famous for his love life. Um, So he had 12 children. So he has beat Charlie Chaplin in more ways than one. And we'll get there. Um, So he had 12 children from four different women. So his first wife was Catherine DeMille, daughter of Cecil B. DeMille. And I I feel like there's got to be I know there's got to be an incredible book out there about some of this stuff. So he and Catherine had five children. The first of which was born in 1938. Okay, just hang on to that number.
0: Anthony Quinns, I mean Alex Quinns, oldest sibling is older than my parents.
1: Correct. Okay,
0: that's crazy.
1: And I can't even tell you. I did the math. Especially because
0: he's younger than me.
1: There's a reason that I noted this. Okay. So then of course, Anthony Quinn has an affair on Catherine DeMille with a woman named Yolanda. She was an Italian makeup artist. They had an affair. They had three children and eventually he married her. Then he had another affair with a woman named Fredel. I don't know how you say that, but that's how I'm saying it. And they had two children, Sean and Alex. So as we know, Alex was born in 1976. Then Anthony Quinn um, starts sleeping with his secretary, a woman named Catherine. They eventually got married and were married until he passed away. But for a while, I believe she was also another affair and his secretary. And they had two more children, Antonia and Ryan, who was born in 1996. What? Anthony Quinn was had 81? his last. He was 81 years old. That's insane. There are forty-three years in between his children. That is in no more. Insane. Sorry, more
0: thirty-eight. Where?
1: Yeah, thirty-eight to ninety-six. Oh my god. He beat Charlie Chaplin. So Charlie Chaplin had eleven children and was only seventy-three when his last was born.
0: <laughs> oh my! That's nuts. That's insane. I,
1: when I read through the list, like my mouth was a gape. I could not. So Alex's oldest sibling, their first child actually passed away when he was two. It was very sad. Um, he drowned in a neighbor's pool. Oh, um, but so that means his oldest sibling was almost 40 years older than him. Had he lived. And the youngest is 20 years younger than him.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
1: It is bananas so yeah it's too I, bad
0: anthony quinn's not still alive because maybe he could fuck heidi yeah, I, he
1: could I, honestly done. right oh my god that is i think that's the record for hollywood children and the longest span i've ever seen i thought charlie chaplin had it unlocked but apparently i was wrong
0: that's nuts yes absolutely nuts
1: I know. So that's really the highlight of this lowdown. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil that for everyone right now. Um, So Alex attended Crespi Carmelite High School in Encino. um, And then he actually did go to college. He went to Emerson in Boston and majored in visual and media arts. Oh, okay. I actually looked at Emerson myself as a youngin, but it was too close to home. Um, So Alex also was named a most notable Hollywood kid to watch in 2002 by W Magazine.
0: Oh. Right. Based on what?
1: So, he has 10 acting credits on IMDb. Um, the first of which is in 1996 and they go all the way to 2010. Um, and I didn't recognize any of the movies other than the fact that he was part of the crew on Jackie Brown. Okay. Um, but I guess his sort of breakout role, so to speak, was he had a starring role in the independent movie An Existential Affair in 2006. And it was pretty well reviewed. Um, That was four years after the W article though. So I'm not sure. I don't know. I actually, I probably should have looked up the W article. Um, But some his credits to name are not anything I recognize, but he worked on some projects with some bigger names like Martin Landau and Billy Zane, Faye Dunaway, David Carradine and Danny oh, Trejo. those are big names. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised that I hadn't heard of any of the movies. Um, I
0: can't even find him on IMDb. I was looking him up now to see if I, um, and like a million Alex Quinns come up. and none of I think he's like
1: listed as Alex A. Quinn.
0: Okay. I'll do he- it from, from, from Cattle Drive.
1: Yeah. Um, So other than that, though, like in the past 12 years, there is not much of Alex to speak of. So his Twitter bio says global partnerships and alliances, like as his job, but it doesn't say of what, and it doesn't link to a company.
0: Weird.
1: And it also says that he's more active on Instagram, um, but his Instagram is private. So- He hasn't tweeted since 2018. um, And he mostly just retweeted like little factoids and praise of his father. And um, so his Instagram is private. I don't think he accepted my follow from the pod. um, But his profile picture is him with a woman and two small children. So I guess he's married and continuing the breeding tradition of the Quinn men. But that's about all i
0: could find on alex himself um well i found something a little interesting just now what uh i quick i clicked on self under imdb under his page he was on workout oh like right as to filthy rich calendar was 2005 workout was on from 2006 to 2008 and it says self how many episodes It just says there's 25 episodes total, but it doesn't say which one he was in.
1: I bet he was just a client.
0: No, I'm sure. I guarantee you that he was just a client, but interesting that he would be like famous enough to be a client on Workout. Now I want to go back and find him.
1: I know. I love that show.
0: I've rewatched that before. Self, self, self. Where are you? I wonder, can you watch that anywhere anymore? I don't think so. I think it got pulled. Oh my God. Kathy Griffin, Joanna Krupa. There was a lot of good people.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. You don't remember that? Kathy Kathy Griffin worked out with Jackie and Joanna Krupa worked out with Brian.
0: He was in episode seven of season two. It's over when it's over. Interesting. So
1: that's interesting, man. I wonder where you can watch that. I love that show. Remember when Jackie starts dating one of her employees? Mm -hmm. What was that little girl's
0: name? i don't remember but it was a good show oh god it got real dramatic but they got i can't believe it's been off the air for 14 years though it doesn't seem like it's been that long yeah no
1: and then jackie got in deep shit over what she said about that fitness model
0: well and then that one guy died oh yeah greg yeah but that was after the train
1: (laughs) that that was after they stopped filming
0: Yes, it was after they stopped filming.
1: She got in trouble with sponsors because of what she said on camera about the fitness model. That was the end of the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was bad. bad but true. But a yep. good show.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's Alex Quinn for you. I don't know. Living off that legacy and having babies. Good for him. Yeah. But now I'm gonna read about his dad pretty much all night long. <laughs> <laughs> well, I we'll also to get you a
0: good biography.
1: I was telling my husband too that like. To imagine like a young boy born in Chihuahua, Mexico in 1915, who goes on to win Oscars and like marry famous women and stuff. Like, I want to know about that journey. I just yeah. do. I love some old Hollywood. I really do.
0: I also don't think I knew that he was Mexican. For some reason, I feel like I thought he was Italian, which nope. I mean the same difference. Kind Although of, but... we heard
1: Alex call his dad like a Latin lover or whatever. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Episode seven. Cowboys and villains. I, yeah, no. I mean,
0: we'll have good chats about some of this stuff. Um, Well, we start at Camp Sleepy Han Mm -hmm. um, with a dust up yet again between Joshua and Fabian. And this is where I get really confused because they talk about how Fabian, George, and Noah are a group. Correct. Fabian, George, and Noah are a group. And that Alex and Alexander are a group, and all the girls are a group. So there's three groups. I don't know so how, how Noah got that happened. How did uh, Noah get in anyone's group? Yeah, they all hate the him. The show started out with Noah being everyone hating Noah. Noah was a boss. Noah was pushing everyone around. Noah thought he was in charge. And now Noah's part of the cool kids. Yeah. Ever since I, the I prank. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it at all. It makes no sense to me.
1: Also, what I don't get is though some of the scenes. And when I say some of, I mean, all of the scenes with Fabian and Joshua and Jared, they are just so painful. I get it. They don't like each other, but like just the jabbing back and forth and like the testosterone of it all is just like very exhausting. And like, they're calling each other a little bitch and I'm half your age and blah, blah, blah. But Fabian says, I've never sued anybody in my life because Joshua says something to him, like, well, you'll probably sue everyone, right? Because that's what he's threatened to do multiple times. A million
0: times in this show. And then
1: he says, like, I've never sued anyone in my life. What? Huh?
0: It's come out of his mouth, like, every episode. Oh, because I don't think he has ever sued anyone. I think it's, he just like, that's his big threat. That's his number one big, like, threat. It's because he's a, well, they've said it a million times. Um, He is a pussy. And I don't, he's not going to get physical, so, all um, he can threaten people with is lawsuits and calling the police. Right. Yeah. Also, um, I've, I forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode that I'm pretty sure this episode was brought to you by homophobia, which we will oh cover later. Oh, my God. Real bad. <laughs> Real bad. Right. From a lot of people.
1: <laughs> from a lot of people. I would say Jared's comments at the end are the
0: worst. I, um, worse than Fabian? I don't know. I feel like Fabian and Jared were both pretty bad all three of them are. Yeah. We'll garbage. discuss it later, but like, yeah. yeah, it was, it was, it was bad. I would never so, have flown today.
1: Basically what's happening is that like Fabian has just kind of split the group. Like he's, he wants a mutiny against the trail bosses. And I get that he doesn't like them and they're there to like push them to do things. But at the same time, like it's just such a waste of time. Like they're just trying to guide you. And I appreciate where it's a personality clash but grow up. You have like days to go. Just ignore them. Just ignore them. Like, I just don't, I can't. And so then- do we
0: think that the producers were like riling them up in any way to make better TV? Or do we think Fabian's just a monster?
1: I, I actually think that Joshua and Jared are just used to like yelling at ranch hands this way. And they're being harsh with these kids for television. And
0: I think Fabian is actually just this butthurt about all of it. Well, and this is why I, and who, who knows, maybe they learned from their mistakes the first time. But the reason that I'm wondering is like I said, with the new show, the new iteration of the show, that was not the case. Like the ranch hands were all super supportive and really helpful. And that's good. You know, we're so not, ni- in fact, like EB, EBE, Easy E's daughter to this day, FaceTimes with one of the ranch hands every day because they formed a special bond. Like, It's just so night and day that I'm wondering if the producers were in there really being like, go get him, like on both sides. Like, are you going to let him talk to you like that? Like, you you can't put a stop to this. Maybe, but after doing Fabian's
1: hoedown, lowdown, and hearing about or reading about, rather, his entitlement and the things that he has said to people and the things that he was like arrested for and like the things he said to that journalist, I think he couldn't even take calm
0: feedback. And it got really blown out of proportion. Yeah, that's true. Well, I was wondering more on the ranch hand side. If the producers were saying to them, like, don't let him talk to you that way. You've got to put him in his place. Right. So, but the thing is, is that Fabian has just now
1: split the group and he basically like wants everyone to overthrow the ranch hands, I guess. I don't know what he expects. And Alex and Alexander, they've become a group kind of out of nowhere, but they also are the ones that seem to be enjoying the ranch hands and sort of just like, okay, we're here, we're out here, we're sleeping in tents, we're, we might as well learn something, right? Like this is temporary. And so they're playing horseshoes with the ranch hands.
0: And Alexander almost kills himself. Yes, by throwing it one was straight you guys, up in there. He throws the horseshoe, it must be the first time, heard, straight up in there. I was seriously worried it was going to brain him. Like it was traumatic. It like, was traumatic. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. But so Fabian is livid at this sight watching them all play horseshoes like cannot take it he cannot take it he's like saying things under his breath like he knows what side they're on and blah 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 and it's like they're just hanging out killing time playing horseshoes like you need to calm down like i don't get it so then it becomes time for alex and alexander to partake in the reward from the last drive right So this is the one that Fabian is still very upset about and goes back to his team not winning because of the prank, right? Yes. So the girls on, I forget which team they are, the black team, right? Yes. Okay. So all of the ladies on the black team, so Shayna, Brittany, and... Courtenay. Courtenay, They decide they don't want to take the cowboy baths just because they felt like the water was kind of dirty and ew, right?
0: Well, they didn't think the water was dirty, but they felt like only two people should get the reward because if it was more than two people, the people coming next would be sitting in their dirty bath water. So they said, look, just two people do it and that's it. Right.
1: So Alex and Alexander go take the like cowboy bath and the girls are all fine with it. And Fabian is just, he cannot believe it. Like, how dare they take the reward when they won by nothing? You know, like they're a bunch well, of. and bi- also,
0: they're a bunch what, of bitches. What made me so aggravated about this is that if the situation was reversed, he, he would, would be the like, first Fuck one to, you, take motherfucker. It. Like, I'm, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. so, I mean, I don't understand why the rest of them can't see that.
1: I. I don't understand it. I don't. And also, if there had been five bathtubs, the girls would have been right up there. 100%. Yeah. They won. 100%. Get over it. They won. And you have a chance to win the next day. Why don't you motivate differently?
0: Yeah. Ugh. So then... And this also becomes into with the, with the, a little bit with the producers, is why I'm wondering, is that the Black team also just did better in the last challenge. So I, I think the whole, yeah. we're blaming this on the fact that you're not getting it because of the prank is bullshit and to stir up trouble. And they kind of do the same thing this week. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just saying you did better. This is why you're winning. We're going to say you're winning because we're pissed at the other team. And they did this that had nothing to do with the actual challenge. Like I feel like the producers are, are getting the ranch hands to say things like that, to stir up drama.
1: Yeah. I will say though, where they do have a small point is that I just feel like the black team with the exception of Brittany Gastineau, they are just more eager. They're like, okay, we'll we'll give it a shot. And so when the ranch hands talk about attitude, that's what they're talking about. Like the red team is very entitled and they don't want to do things. Whereas the black team is like, that's gross. I'll try it. (laughs) Um, so then there's also, it's, is it the next day when Joshua was talking about how the chores need to be completed now that the like reward is
0: over and no, no, no. That was the same day because it was the same day. They, it's, he says that the, they have to clean the horses. Yeah. And so the girls say the boys are going to go clean the horses and we, is it okay if we stay here and we clean camp?
1: Yes. And Joshua says, they like, because they decided as a team, that's okay. But going forward, he really wants them to do the like cowboy chores. Like that's what they're here to do. Like the campsite should be clean regardless. And he would rather they clean the horses, but this time it's okay.
0: Can we talk about how Haley does dishes?
1: I can't really talk about Haley this episode, actually. First, I'm, first of all,
0: I fucking hate her. Fucking I, hate her after this episode. Hate her.
1: Correct. I was livid in by the end of this episode at her. I feel like I might hate her more than Fabian now, but that's tough. That's tough. Uh, um, for
0: me, it's a tie.
1: Yeah, they. it's real. She plummeted, whereas Fabian has always been pretty low.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, they also get sent to brush the horses with one brush and one comb, which I actually found hilarious. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: George and Noah and Fabian are just really mad about it.
0: Um, Well, Haley was washing dishes with her finger. Ew. You didn't notice that? It was disgusting. She had a sponge and she was using a sponge and then she was just using her finger, but not like you would maybe use your fingernail to scrape some crusty stuff off and then go back over with the sponge. No, she was using the pad of her finger and just rubbing it around the plate. Ew. It was the dumbest, weirdest thing I've ever seen. Ew. I don't like that. I'm also a team, 100% her sister, because Hannah, her younger sister, who was on um, yeah. Ranch Rolls, amazing.
1: Of course. Younger siblings, what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the dudes are all mad about, like, brushing the horses. And they say, we should do every horse's but Joshua's. was. Um, and Shanna, Na, um, she says in her confessional, she thinks Fabian went overboard with the way that he was talking to them. You yeah, know, like 100%. he's, he's allowed to be upset, but like he went overboard with all of it.
0: Um, this is also where Fabian during this part says the most nonsensical thing where he starts going after Jared's body. Oh, what did he say? He was like, oh, look at him. His 40. First of all, I don't think Jared's 40. Like, cause he's no. on the show. I think he's, he was probably like early Fabian's 30s. age. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, he goes off about his body like basically calling him like fat and dumpy and dad bod and whatever. And I'm like, what? Like he's in way better shape than you weirdo.
1: I know. I was actually saying like, if I had to see one of the dudes without a shirt on, it might be Jared. He might be yeah. black. Yeah.
0: Or Joshua, either one. But I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. You... I,
1: I guarantee the average ranch hand has pretty decent abs actually from pulling and things. I bet, and...
0: that, I bet Fabian's just skinny fat. Totally. He does nothing yeah. but
1: sleep and go out to dinner.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think he's just skinny and like no no muscle tone whatsoever. But I thought it was a weird. I mean, it just goes to show you that Fabian, at his core, is super insecure and just like lashes yeah. out at everybody because of it.
1: Yes, um, I also forgot about the very funny scene later, but I'm excited about it because I see my notes. Um, so then it's a new scene, and Alex is he says that he's just really struggling with the vibe in the group all of a sudden. Um, And he and Joshua are talking about how they're both sick of Fabian and what he's causing. And like Fabian just still can't let the judging from the day before go. And like, it's just such a waste of time. And then in a fun twist, um, Joshua has everybody elect new cattle captains by blind ballot. And they are given a list of all of their teammates, and they have to rank them like based on who they think is the best and who's doing the worst. And then the people who rank the worst get
0: picked as cattle captain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it's Courtney Kardashian and Brittany Gastineau.
0: Yes, Brittany and, is black. Courtney is red, and Courtney yeah. voted herself worst, so she I know. Kind of did this to herself.
1: And then Brittany's already like, I don't want to, I don't want to be captain. I don't want to delegate.
0: It's weird. Um, I'm like,
1: I like Britney, but I can't, all she says is I can't or no.
0: I I did. She did make me laugh though, in this part, because she was talking about her parents and upbringing. She thinks her mother's a celebrity. I know she said that. I was like, what? How is your mother? No, (laughs) your mother is not a celebrity. Was her mom a model or something? I don't think so. I I mean. I thought they were
1: famous because of her dad and that was it.
0: I thought so too.
1: Okay. Maybe I'll look that up for next episode, even though I don't really want to low down on her.
0: I just might look it up on my own. And then she, and I also like that she was really proud of herself that since she's been, she doesn't even need a blow dryer anymore. She hasn't even wanted to use one in the last few days. <laughs> Woo-hoo. She's really, really making strides guys.
1: Yeah. Um, so then we go to cowboy school and I will say some of the cowboy school stuff has been, so gross so, so gross. gross and this is gross too but at least this for some reason was funny to me whereas the other
0: ones have actually just made my stomach turn um this one made my stomach <laughs> turn a little bit with yeah it, when he said yeah i have tried this before and but kind that's of smirked an, but that's another story what the fuck
1: yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean? Because everybody, the cowboy school activity in this episode is that they are collecting semen from stallions.
0: Yeah. Using from an- basically a horse flashlight.
1: Yes, correct. <laughs> and Fabian has done it before somehow. Yeah, somehow.
0: I don't want to know. He was also really bad at it. So if you've done it before, maybe you should be a little better at it? Yes. So it's
1: also just gross because it also seems a little dangerous given the strength and like veracity of like a stallion wanting to bang. Like they even it say very
0: dangerous to me. Yes.
1: So like, they even say the horses when they are looking to get some are very aggressive and like, they're so strong that to like duck under one with this, you know, artificial vagina is, <laughs> it looks scary. So, I was actually proud of the people who stepped up and said they would do it. Like it looked a little frightening, even though there um, were there were a lot of people on hand, obviously, but like just it was a lot.
0: I also think that based on Courtenay's confessional, we may have discovered the exact moment when she became a lesbian. right. Before our very eyes, so
1: she just cannot stop talking about how gross the horse dick is. Yeah, cannot. Can she talks about it at length? No pun intended. About how gross it is. I mean, to be fair, it is. It's a lot.
0: Yeah, it is a lot. But
1: and so basically, what they have to do, and I'm so sorry, this is graphic. So for those of you who (laughs) might get queasy, you know, fast forward a little. So they have to somehow collect urine from the female and they then like pour the urine all over this like wooden dummy thing for the stallion to mount right so like he gets all excited even though there's no actual horse there um and then as he's preparing to do his deed they you know shove the fleshlight on him and they collect his semen so it's pretty gross Fabian is like geared up To do this. Like he thinks it's like kind of interesting and he's got a weird smile on his face.
0: (laughs) Cause I bet like all rich people who get everything handed to them, he has to go to extremes to get thrills. And I bet he's into bestiality.
1: Yeah. And the funny I think the reason that this cowboy school was funny is that everybody's like giggling a little bit. Like they're all horribly fascinated, but then they're also laughing at it. Like it's it was a lot. So Fabian actually steps up and does it for his team obviously because he can't wait to like touch some horse dong, I guess. And he only, he gets 30 CCs of semen. And actually the trail bosses tell him that he did pretty good, but his problem was that he dropped the fleshlight. Yeah. So like he actually had collected more, but then it like, I don't know, maybe it slipped out of his hands or he got startled or whatever. And then they try and push Brittany Gastineau to do it for her team as the cattle captain. And because Brittany doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything. No. And so then Shanana is basically saying like, come on, Brittany, like, I'm tired of picking up your slack. But then Shanana is like, well, if we want to win, I'm going to do it.
0: Well, I also like that Shanana went to the vet and said, like, does this take a lot of upper arm strength? Like, do you you need arm strength? Because I think she was just going to volunteer to be like, I'm the strongest. And the vet was like, no, he's like, you just have to be able to like hold basically 25 pounds. Anyone could do it. So she went back and told all the girls this and they still were like, "Ah!" and poor Shanana has to step up to the plate yet again.
1: And Haley is like, I don't know. That sounds heavy. And Shanana says, Haley, you could pick up 25 pounds. Yeah. Like you have, she's held shopping bags heavier than that. I'm sure.
0: A hundred percent.
1: So anyway- um Shauna steps in to do it and I totally at this point was cracking up at the fact that they were wearing like shitty bike helmets Uh, (laughs) like they almost look like Mike Myers on SNL when he did the hyper
0: hypo kid a hundred percent yes
1: so like these helmets like don't fit very well and they don't look very protective but like when you're going in for some horse dong you need <laughs> and um Shauna can't stop laughing but she gets the flashlight on and like she does a great job like this horse is doing its thing and she was like I feel like I'm cheating on my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um and then someone la- says man that horse is going to need a cigarette and Shayna sorry my All my notes autocorrected to say Shayna. So it's Shauna. Apologies. Um, Shauna gets 150 cc's compared to Fabian's 30. And Joshua says that she got enough to impregnate four mares, which is actually pretty impressive.
0: That is impressive. Yeah. Um, And this is also where we see Alexander have a very awkward conversation about like horse sex with some random old man. Oh, yeah. They never said who that old man was. No. And it was very awkward.
1: Yeah. And then so cowboy school is over, thank goodness. And this is where I think this was my favorite moment of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and Brittany, I I don't understand because I would say over the past few episodes, Brittany has at least seemed intelligent to some degree. She's lazy and doesn't volunteer for things, but like she seems educated at the very least. And she says to Shauna. I don't get it. Did your dad turn green or something? Yeah. And Shauna's confused. And she's like, well, my dad's the incredible Hulk. And then someone says her dad doesn't really turn green. And Brittany is legitimately confused. And she was like, so he's an actor. And Shauna's like, well, yeah, I mean, he was on The Incredible Hulk. It's like a TV show. I don't know who said it, but they said, Is this a chicken of the sea moment we're having? Oh,
0: it was Noah. Noah said it. And I who was knows? like, Oh my God, call back to the greatest reality show TV moment in history.
1: I mean, we are having a chicken of the sea moment. She said, Did your dad turn green? Yeah. But then what's interesting is that Shauna talks about
0: how her dad was discovered, and it was kind of fascinating. Oh, yeah, it was fascinating. and But I also thought the story didn't make total sense to me. And here's why. Like, as someone who watched The Hulk when I was a small child, and I feel like she didn't explain this part of it, two different actors played The Hulk. There was an actor who played Bruce Banner when he was at The Hulk. Okay. And then Lou Ferrigno just played The Hulk.
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: So I think what she was saying was that originally the actor who was playing Bruce Banner was going to do both parts. And so they kept the original actor as Bruce Banner and had Lou Ferrigno be the Hulk part.
1: Yes, that sounds right. Which
0: she wasn't explaining well. Because Lou Ferrigno did not play Bruce Banner. He just played the Hulk. Right.
1: But long story short, he was discovered working out in Venice Beach. Like someone just pointed at him and was like, that's the Hulk.
0: The producer's kid. They said yeah. the producer's son, where it's like the guy you hired isn't the Hulk. Like that's the Hulk.
1: Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then we get a brief aside of Shauna's like um audition tape where she talks about her dad's hearing loss and how much he's done for like the heart of hearing community. And it's really sweet. She cries. It is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like Shauna. Like, I think she's like a down-to-earth, normal, cool person.
1: Well, and after seeing how close her family like how close they are and how hot her brothers are I'm here for Oh it. yeah.
0: Yeah, totally here for it.
1: <laughs> yep. So then Alex and Alexander are practicing roping with the ranch hands like they're all just standing around and not doing anything. So they're just like tossing a rope like pretty lazily. Like they're not really practicing. They're just like I don't know, they're occupying themselves. It would be the equivalent of like playing
0: catch. Yeah, when you're bored except right. with a rope.
1: Right. And Fabian, again, this is like the horseshoes, and he's livid. At Alexander in particular. Alexander gets all of the wrath of Fabian
0: in this episode. And can we talk about the fact, I think this is for a couple reasons. First of all, I think it's hysterical that Fabian's big, like, put down to himself was that Alexander just wants to like everybody. Why is that a bad thing? Why is it a bad thing to want to like everybody? I don't know.
1: And do we know how old Alexander is compared to Fabian?
0: Um, I think Alexander is the early 20s and Fabian's 20s. So they're like five, six years apart.
1: Yeah. And he's being
0: really rude to someone who is younger than him. Here's why. This is why I think this is. I think this is what it stems from, is how many times have we seen Fabian Talk about how rich he is, how important he is. He tries to claim he's a diplomat multiple times. Yep, Alexander has a title. He is royalty, and you can't buy your way into. I mean, it's not. I mean, he's not going to be. I mean, he is in line for the throne. He's way down there, but he's royalty, and you can't buy your way into being royalty. And I think that really like rubs Fabian the wrong way. I think he's jealous. Yeah, and I think that's why he really comes for Alexander.
1: Yeah. Well, and like. I get it. Alexander going to the trail bosses about the prank was somewhat annoying, but at the same time, like all he did was tell the truth. Yeah. Like they played a prank. I didn't think it was funny. The, the trail bosses would have found out about it regardless. And actually it wasn't even Alexander. Was it? Wasn't it Alex?
0: I think it was Alex. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just like, it's so misguided and this is where it gets even more out of control. And now we have to talk about it even more. So it is now evening time. They are sitting by the fire and Fabian is wasted. Wasted. And no one else seems to be.
0: Um, I hope for her sake that Haley is. It, me too.
1: Because this is where she really like plummeted to the ends of the earth. Um, um, and,
0: the, and Fabian gets drunk and sexually assaults everyone.
1: Yes. So apparently he bit someone's boob he's like yeah he's grabbing butts but then there's also Good a weird process. aside, yeah where he talks about like what a devoted husband he is
0: don't-, I don't get it
1: yep everybody is thinking that he's getting crazy they all seem annoyed by him but they're not saying anything about it he jumps over the fire he kicks over the grill top somehow like it's just very strange. Like he's tackling Courtney Kardashian and then people start going to bed because they just get sick of it. And for some reason Alexander stays there even though Fabian starts honing in on him. And like mm-hmm. the insults start off bad and Alexander still sits there and takes more of it. So this is
0: also why I don't understand why Alexander is taking it because Fabian as we know is not going to get physical. Like he's no. not, like he will not get physical. So why don't you get up in his fucking face and be like, shut the fuck up? Like I, I was, I like Alexander and it, I was getting annoyed. I'm like, Me stand too. up for yourself.
1: Yes. So he calls Alexander a bit homosexual. Yeah. He, who does he say I would suicidal myself? Is that what was he talking about? Like if he were British or if he were Alexander or something, he would
0: suicidal himself. I, yeah, I believe so.
1: Yeah. He says Britain's money ain't worth shit. Um, he says you really disappointed me and Alexander poor young kid is like trying to reason with Fabian. He's like, I disappointed you. How, you know, like you did play a prank. I didn't think it was funny. Like But that doesn't mean we can't be friends. Like He's so confused and doesn't understand Fabian's anger. And I'm just sitting there being like, why are you trying to reason with this asshole? Like, Please run away and go to bed. If you're not going to yell at him,
0: run away. Fabian's insults are stupid. They are, you're gay. Um, I know all the important people in London, and you don't know any of them, so therefore you're nobody but I'm never going to London. I hate it. I think it's stupid. And then he goes off on this weird, like the U S is better than the UK tangent, but you're from fucking Ecuador. Like you, yeah. and your father's an Ecuadorian businessman and you are claiming to be a diplomat motherfucker. So you're not American either. So what, what, what? Right. <laughs>
1: so then he talks, he brings up the horseshoes and he says, who plays that? You think that they care about you? They don't. Then he says, You'll never be better than George. You'll never be better than Noah. And I know the most popular people in your country. And Haley is sitting on Fabian's lap the whole time. Giggling and smirking. Mute. Mute. She doesn't.
0: She's giggling and smiling. Yes. Like she thinks it's hilarious.
1: Yeah. And she like, clearly she, I'm sorry. She's into Fabian. That's why. And she never says like, Fabian lay off. Like, let's just have fun. Like she doesn't even say any, you don't need to come to Alexander's defense, but you could at least direct Fabian's comments elsewhere or just redirect the whole conversation. And she does nothing but encourage
0: it. Yep. But none of the rest of them do either. I know. Kardashian is like hanging around, not saying anything like not Britney's not, they're not saying anything. No. And the next day, the next day they all,
1: me either. The next day they all say they thought it was atrocious, but they didn't do anything in the moment. And Nothing. So then Alexander, you know, like he says that they, he thought that they were friends and Fabian was like, oh no, we're not. My purpose in life is to overwhelm everyone who comes near me. Well, congrats, you're succeeding. Yeah. And then Haley is just all over him. And she says, but you're sorry, right? To Alexander. Yep. Gross.
0: Gross. Real gross. gross. Super gross. It's really bad. Yeah, I wrote in my note, Hillary's. I mean, I wrote in my note, Haley sucks slash they all suck.
1: Yeah, they really do. So then it's the next day, it's day 17, we're still at Camp Han. Fabian doesn't remember anything. And he has no, yeah, he doesn't know how harsh he was with Alexander. And, but Fabian approaches Alexander and says that using the word friends is a strong word for him. And Alexander's like, you were yelling at me. And Fabian says... (laughs) <laughs> I spoke strongly, but I didn't yell. Well, if you don't even remember what you said, how would you know? Yeah. And so then Alex steps over to the conversation too. I think in defense of Alexander, but he says next time, talk to him when I'm here. And I'm like, um, okay. Are you his bouncer now? I
0: guess so. I think so. Yeah. So then we, you know, we, and where was George? Where the fuck was George for all of this? Like level-headed, smart, nice George. Where was George?
1: I don't know. I feel like some of them must have been having a side conversation or doing something else or taking a smoke break or some of them went to bed because they didn't even zoom out.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Um, So they saddle up the horses and they gather the herd and like Mar- we find out Maria isn't here this episode even though they've just now said it. And this is where we get Jared
0: and miss rodeo the miss rodeo competition
1: yeah love it um so this is where we get jared talking to the black crew Mm -hmm. about fabian and his attitude but again it just becomes about calling fabian a pussy and a homosexual
0: yeah jared says like i don't respect someone who hides behind a woman um he's definitely bi like he definitely goes both ways or like something along those lines
1: yes it also is just if jared wants to trash fabian one don't bring his sexuality into it his attitude is plenty Two, do it with the other trail bosses not with the crew members yeah they are technically on fabian's team more than they're on yours yeah you know it's just not appropriate um And then we see
0: on the horses that Haley is lost and by herself. And I think she deserves that. She does. I also think it's very interesting because the black team is all Chinese that when Fabian isn't there, suddenly they're all team Alexander.
1: Yes. And they're very, they said that they weren't okay with it. And they thought it was great that he got his reward. They didn't have a problem with that. And Shauna apologizes to Alexander that she didn't do more. She was like, I'm sorry that you went through that at the very least. Yes. Yes. And she says, you know what we'll do? We're going to win by winning all the money. And like where I'm surprised Shauna didn't step up and say like, Fabian, go to bed.
0: I I am too. I, I, I don't understand why they all seem to be afraid of him and kowtow to him. I mean, he's just a bully and there's way more of them than him. I don't get it. Right.
1: So then of course we see the brief roundup with Wayne and we have to see who is winning and They say the red crew has a cancerous person among them. And I get that it does. It is a trickle down effect. I feel like if Fabian were not on the red crew, the red crew might be a little more adventurous than they're being. Yeah. Like it's just, I don't know. So then of course the black team wins again because they are strong and they have a better attitude. And, um, the red team, they are called out for their bad attitude. Fabian's still mad about it. And I don't know who he says it to, but he says, you'll never penetrate me. And I thought it was really funny. (laughs) Um, So then they're all talking about the incident when I think Fabian said it to Alexander. And then I don't remember how this came up, but Haley said like, well, I didn't do anything. And Alexander looks at her and says, you were sitting on his lap for fuck's sake, Haley. Yeah, I was like, finally, get mad at someone. Yeah, and
0: well, then and also this is where, but right before we have the uh, confessional where Harley like talks about how she loves Fabian and thinks yes. he can do no wrong. Yes. And she <laughs> thinks he's so smart. Ew. Ew is right. Yeah, and this... it's not cool. No. And again, this was the trail bosses. Though I thought this is where they fucked up is that they were instead of just saying the black team did such a better job, it was basically like, we're pissed at Fabian. So we're giving it to you. Like, that's kind of how it came across. Yeah. And that's what they did last week. And that's why Alexander got in all this trouble. So it's like, stop doing that. Just say like, you did better.
1: Yeah. Just start saying like the black crew, you did everything with gusto. You met us at halfway, blah, blah, blah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But next episode is the series finale. We have to see them make it to the parade. And in the preview, there's a night apparently where they don't make it to camp.
0: <laughs> uh, yes. And they also make it seem like they don't make it to the parade, but I'm sure that that's bullshit and they do just fine.
1: Yeah. They want to keep us on the edge, but yeah, we'll see what happens. And <laughs> I'm going to try to do the last hoedown lowdown, but the person has been pretty MIA. So we will see what happens with that.
0: Okay. Um, well, thanks for being patient with us, you guys. We know we've been seeing you very sporadically. I'd like to say that would change, but it's probably not going to. We're going to continue to come at you sporadically, but we <laughs> will come at you. <laughs> Correct. So, hang in there. I hope you're all having a great spring and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at one hit Pod. You can email us at franklymareb at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareBee. Please remember to rate and subscribe. And have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.